Amen. Are you blessed this evening? Yes. Amen. So um, we're so thankful that the Lord has um, given us another glorious day to come before His presence. Amen. Let's just lift our hands to the Lord and um, just thank Him. Just thank Him. Just thank Him. Just thank Him. Daddy, we just want to thank you. We just want to thank you, Lord, that you are here. And uh, we just surrender every part of us before your throne. Everything that we are this day is because of you. Everything that we do, in you we have our being, the scripture says. In him we move. In Him, we have our being. And Lord, this evening, don't just captivate us. Affect us with your presence. Let every fiber of our being resonate with your presence. Resonate with your voice. Let every part of us be affected. Our spirit, our soul, and our bodies. Lord, this evening we surrender afresh before your presence. Do a new work in the hearts of your children. Take us into deeper places. Take us into deeper waters. We want to experience your fresh glory and your fresh anointing in ways unimaginable. Father, we're not just crying for revival tonight. We're asking that you will start one tonight. That you will start a move of God in us. that move will lead us, guide us. And Lord, we just want to thank you. We just want to thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord the best clap of you. I believe that you are moving from a place of crying for revival to a place where revival is going to begin in your heart. Amen. When the revival hits, when the power of God comes, you now are going to cry for the revival not to stop. One sister got it. The rest of them are still trying to process it. Let me say that again. I believe you're coming to a time where you're not just going to be desperate for revival, but revival is going to penetrate. Revival is going to hit your life. And, and, and you have to pray that it won't go away. You're going to pray that God, no, don't take your presence away. Don't take this move of God away. 
we want to experience more and more and more of your glory. Hallelujah. That was our cry last night as well. The Lord said to us that the anointing that is in you will not just be an anointing, but it will become an atmosphere and an environment for people to encounter God. Do you believe that? Yes. Amen. And um, this evening, I believe, I want to continue on the same line, but I believe the Lord has a word for us again this day. Amen. And uh, I want you to turn your Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 3. 1 Samuel chapter 3. And um, let's read from verse 1. have it on the screen all right okay let's read together now the boy samuel was ministering to the lord in the presence of eli and the word of the lord was rare in those days and there was no frequent vision let us let's read that again now the boy was ministering to the lord if you if you have your pens with you underline the word ministering to the lord ministering to the Lord. Very important aspect of our cry for revival. Amen. Because often when we are ministering or we are in the ministry or we are in church, we need to understand the importance of ministering to the Lord. Say that aloud, ministering ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli and the word of the Lord was rare in those days and there was no frequent vision okay now to minister to the Lord is to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit amen to talk to the Holy Spirit to have communion with the Holy Spirit right to have that communion that is real where you know the Lord is with you the Lord is in you and you are ministering to him Amen. so so when you minister to the Lord what must happen when you minister to the Lord, you must understand that you are engaging with the person and the nature of God. Amen. And as you minister to the Lord, you must hear from God as you speak to Him. Right? So there is a divine exchange that takes place between you and God. It is not like you are talking to the Lord and you don't hear anything from Him. So when you minister to the Lord, that becomes a ministry in itself. Amen? That becomes a ministry in itself. So, so 
more than just saying, Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, bless me with the ministry. We must have this foundation set in our lives in order for the Lord to use us. And that is ministering to the Lord. Everybody say ministering to the Lord. And not only was Samuel ministering to the Lord, he was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli. So he was ministering to the Lord, but he had a leader. He had a senior leader. He had a spiritual leader in that place who he was accountable to, who he was submitted to as much as he ministered to the Lord, there was somebody who he was physically connected to and submitted to. Amen? Now you must understand that Samuel was somebody who was dedicated to serve in the temple. He was not an ordinary kid. While all the other kids were busy with games and playing in the fields and running around. Here was Samuel dedicated to serve in the temple, in the house of God at a young age. Simply because he had a praying mother, right? He had a praying mother who dedicated him to the house of the Lord. Hannah was crying for a child. God gave her more than a child. He sent a prophet into her womb. Sometimes when you are crying for something, you may be crying for that need, that specific thing that you need in your life. But God is looking at something more bigger. While Hannah was pregnant with a child or Hannah was pregnant with a need, heaven was already pregnant with a prophet. Hallelujah. So you're, you're, you're saying, God, I need to conceive a child. I need to see a blessing. I need to conceive a dream. I need to see something happen. But whereas heaven is getting ready for something more bigger. Amen. Turn to somebody and say, heaven is getting ready for something more bigger. You, you, you're crying for revival. I want you to know, heaven is already pregnant with a revival for this church. And it is about to manifest. Hallelujah. So, so we, we, are not, we are not coming into this moment because we want it. We are coming because we are aligning ourselves with our destiny. I don't know if you understood that. You got that? Yeah. So Hannah was crying for a child. It looked like she was childless in the natural. But her desperation was nothing but an alignment with what heaven had already destined for her. So sometimes in life, when you are in a desperate situation, when you are crying for something, when you're saying, God, I need a breakthrough, I need a miracle, I need a blessing, God is only bringing you to a place where He's bringing you an alignment with what He wants to happen, what He wants to manifest in your life. I want you to understand that. So Samuel was not an ordinary child. And Hannah dedicated Samuel to the house of the Lord. And Samuel served in the temple. 
at a young age and he was ministering to the Lord in the presence of Eli and the word of the Lord was rare in those days and there was no frequent vision the reason behind that was because the nation of Israel was corrupt the leadership of Israel was corrupt Eli and his sons were desecrating the house of God and there was a dire situation there was no word of the Lord and God had to raise a little boy Samuel God had to raise a little prophet God had to bring a prophet to the nation in order to speak to the house of Israel Amen. and that's why the word of the Lord was rare If you read verse number two, it says, At that time, Eli, whose sight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. His eyesight began to grow dim and he could not see. So you can understand the situation in the natural was a pure reflection of what was in the spiritual right he was he was spiritually blind and also the same thing was reflecting in the natural he wasn't able to hear from god he wasn't able to see the things of god and he was lying down in his own place so it, it, notice that israel said you need to notice the details in the scripture Right? He was lying down not in the place that God had assigned to him. He was lying down in his own place. It was not the place that God had put him in. It was not the place of authority that God gave Eli. But it was a place that was of his own. Anytime you are away from the presence of God. Anytime you are away from the things of God. You will notice that you are creating your own place. And you don't have that place and that authority that God wants you to be in. But tonight it's about to change in Jesus name. Amen. I pray in this revival that your eyes shall be open to see the King of Kings. Not one shall be spiritually blind. Your eyes shall be open, your ears shall be open, your heart shall be open, your spirit shall be open to hear the voice of the King. Hallelujah. The Lamb of God had not yet gone out. Thank God for that. And Samuel was lying down. Please underline that again. Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Now that's a clear indication that there was no order in the house. There was no divine order simply because where was Samuel lying? He was lying in the holy of holies where the ark of God was. Now, according to the Old Testament, a high priest could enter into the holy of holies only once a year. And every time he entered that place, they would tie a rope to his legs and they would let him in because 
God forbid if he gets struck down by the presence of God and he dies those who had to go inside couldn't go so they had to pull him out okay but over here the scripture says the lamp of God had not yet gone out and Samuel was lying in the temple of the Lord. Even though the whole house was in disorder, there was one little boy called Samuel who went right into the Holy of Holies and made that place his habitation. That tells us that God, God liked the innocence of Samuel. He didn't know the rules of the tabernacle. <laughs> he didn't know what would happen if you go into the Holy of Holies. He, he, he didn't know all of that. But all it took for Samuel to go there was pure childlike innocence. Amen. So he went right there into the Holy of Holies. And he was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. He was right there next to the presence of God. And I believe the Lord is giving us an invitation this evening. To come back into the very holy place. Because that is the place where revival begins to happen. The place that Samuel was lying down was the birthplace for revival. Amen. Amen. Many times we, I, I love revival stories. I like to read about revival stories. You can read about stories. You can talk about revival. But there are few like Samuel who will pay the price to go into the very holy of holies and make that holy of holies their habitation. Hallelujah. And I believe the Lord is taking you as a church and the church, those who are seeking Him in this season, those who are persistent, those who are saying, Lord, I need your presence. I want to come closer to you. I believe the Lord is taking you to that birthplace of revival. You are entering into the birthplace of revival. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're entering into the birthplace of revival. You're, you're entering into the birthplace of revival. Right there in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was, that was the birthplace for revival. And Samuel made that his habitation. He put a mattress there and he slept there. God didn't judge him for it. He showed him mercy. He revealed himself. Hallelujah. And I believe that God is calling some people like Samuel in this hour to enter into the very holy place. Into the very holy of holies. Where the presence of God is going to minister to you in a special way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in verse number four, then the Lord called Samuel and he said, 
here I am. Now notice this. The Lord called Samuel and Samuel responded. And he said what? Here I am. And he ran to Eli. And he said, here I am for you called me. Notice something very powerful here. Is that the Lord called Samuel and idly, where should have Samuel gone towards? He should have gone to the Lord. But he had not known the Lord. But there is a catch here. The Lord called Samuel and he said, here I am. And the reason why he ran to Eli was because the Lord spoke to Samuel in the voice of Eli. The Lord himself, when he manifests himself to us, doesn't break protocol. For the Lord, Eli was still the leader of the house. For the Lord, Eli was still the leader of the house. So he was speaking to Samuel in the voice of Eli so that, Eli, so that Samuel would honor his leader first. Amen. God himself honors principle. And that is the birthplace of revival that is the beginning of how God begins to manifest to us because if you fail to discern and recognize the voice of God that is coming from your leaders then you'll never see transformation amen because many times we are asking God for his voice what if you are hearing the voice of God week after week and still treating it as a voice of man because we are human, we tend to think that the one talking to us is also speaking in his own voice. And we are still searching for the voice of God. But all this while that you have been here, God has spoken enough for your breakthrough. God has spoken enough for your blessing. God has spoken enough for you to see a breakthrough. But still, you have been seeking the voice. Amen. And that's very human. It's very human of us to do that. And he ran to Eli and he said, here I am for you call me. But he said, I did not call you. Lie down again. So he went and laid down. And the Lord called again Samuel and Samuel rose and went to Eli the second time. And he said, here I am, for you call me. He said, no, I did not call you, my son. Go lie down. For verse number seven says, Samuel had not yet known the Lord. And the word of the Lord had not been revealed to him. So is it possible that you don't know the Lord and yet the Lord is speaking to you? Is it possible that the Lord has not been revealed to you yet and yet the voice of the Lord is coming to you? 
this evening I believe the Lord is causing your spirit to recognize the voice of God because if you can recognize the voice of God in a man you will be promoted to a place where you will begin to hear the voice of God itself but you have to learn how to honor the voice that is coming from the Lord through your leaders hallelujah and the Lord called Samuel again the third time and he arose and went to Eli and said here I am for you called me it took the third time for Eli to perceive that the Lord was calling the boy finally Eli woke up <laughs> finally he realized oh my god this is God <laughs> right so right there you see there are two generations represented one is the generation of Eli that is fading away that can't hear the voice of God but is able to perceive the voice of God and there you have another generation that is hearing the voice of God but unable to perceive it is the voice of God are you getting this are you getting this so therefore Eli said to Samuel go lie down and if he calls you you shall say speak Lord for your servant hears so Samuel went and laid down in his place finally Samuel was able to now go back and position himself to receive the voice of God because he was directed by his spiritual leader Eli and as he did that verse number 10 says the Lord came and stood calling at other times Samuel Samuel the first three times he heard the voice and after he was directed now the Bible says as he positioned himself the Lord himself came and stood and called him at other times saying Samuel Samuel so the more you persist with the presence of God God begins to move closer and closer to you at first maybe you're hearing his voice but if you fall in love with that voice then you are transitioning into a place where you are allowing the presence of God to come closer and closer to you to a point where he comes and stands right next to you and he calls you by name. Hallelujah. I pray that tonight somebody is having an encounter with the voice of God. Somebody is hearing the voice of God at a different level. Somebody is receiving the voice of God at a different level. God wants to reveal himself to you and I believe the word of the Lord has come to you this evening he wants you to have a deep encounter with that voice and that voice is going to minister to you that voice is going to speak to you because God is about to do something in you Samuel 
he is about to deposit in you something that will shake the very foundations of your nation that is a prophetic word for you this evening god was about to deposit something in samuel so he started off by saying samuel samuel if you can be sensitive to the voice of the lord who's calling you by name i believe that you will come to a place where he's going to put something very powerful inside of you he's going to deposit something powerful inside of you because in all of israel God found a little boy in whom he could reveal himself. Because God is a God who's looking for a pure heart. Say a pure heart. He's looking for a pure heart. And when a heart is pure, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That is a criteria for revival. Can our hearts become pure this evening? Let the word of God make your heart pure. May you come to a place where you say, "The Lord, it is either you or nothing, and all I have is just you." I'm here like Samuel in the temple, in the presence of God, right next to where the ark is. I'm right here in the holy place and I want your voice to come to me. After that encounter Samuel now began to hear God as God. Some of you missed that. He heard God as God. No longer was he hearing the voice of Eli. <laughs> he had moved on. He had stepped over into another level. So there are levels of hearing God's voice. But if you cannot recognize the first level, you'll never be able to go to the place where God wants you to hear his own voice. After that, it was no longer about Eli speaking to Samuel. Sorry Eli the, the Lord speaking to the voice of Eli it was the voice of the Lord directly speaking to Samuel and Samuel was able to recognize the voice of the Lord Is it possible that the Lord is ministering to us even right now and we are able to receive that into our spirit The voice of the Lord is mysterious sometimes <laughs> the voice of the lord is what mysterious. mysterious sometimes you don't know how he speaks to you sometimes you want the lord to speak to you and you're just driving your vehicle and suddenly you see some vehicle pass before you and behind that auto you see a verse written and the lord say i'm speaking to you <laughs> you're like god i'm fasting i need to hear the audible voice he's like right there Many times God uses my daughter to speak to me. Amen. Just last night I was telling her about something and he, and she said something like this. She said, "Dada, when God is with us, no enemy can come against us." 
I'm like, okay. I just finished preaching at uh, his nearness church. I had a beautiful service. I thought the Lord used me. And right now I'm here in front of my daughter and my daughter is now ministering to me. Amen. So don't fail to recognize the voice of God. Turn to somebody and say, don't fail to recognize the voice of God. God can use a little child in this house to come and give you a word and, and you still need to have the spiritual maturity to hear that word as the voice of God. Because if you're sensitive enough, you will not treat it as the voice of a little child. You will treat it as the voice of God. And now Eli was in that position. Because he could not hear God's voice. He had to depend on a small kid to tell him what God is about to do in Israel. Imagine. But thank God for Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank God for His mercies. That even though we fall short, even though we mess up, even though we are all dirty and you know, all, we, are, we are so messed up, the blood of Jesus cleanses us. The power of God cleanses us. And we are able to go right into the Holy of Holies. Every time we have an opportunity to go into the presence of God. And He never fails to speak to us. He never fails. He never fails to minister to us. So if you minister to the Lord, I believe there is never a time and a moment where He does not minister to you. You spend time with God. Oh, man of God, I spent time with God. I had a great time. What did you do? Uh, I was praying. I was, I was, I was, I was charged up. Uh, I was shaking a bit. And, and I spent like, you know, a couple of hours but in that couple of hours, how much of the voice of the Lord did you hear is, is the most important thing. You can shake for two hours. And not even hear anything from God. Because you have made shaking. You think that if you don't shake, God is not in it. Amen. May God shake you this evening. To a place where you will fall in love with His voice. I believe some of us are maturing to a level where we will sit in the presence of God and calm our hearts down and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Because you have spoken enough. You have spoken enough. You have prayed all kinds of tongues. You've prayed in men's tongues, you've prayed in angelic tongues, you've prayed in saints' tongues, all kinds of tongues. And still you're not able to recognize the voice of God. I pray that you will move to a level where the voice of God becomes everything in your life. The voice of the Lord shall become everything in your life. Amen? Because God has given us a spirit. Say, God has given me a spirit. And your spirit has three parts to it. Okay, can I tell you what those three parts are? The first part of your spirit is the part 
where you have fellowship and worship with God. Okay? Because the scripture says in John 4, worship the Lord in spirit and truth. So a part of your spirit worships the Lord. Okay? A part of your spirit worships the Lord. Worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. The second part of your spirit is called the intuitive part. The intuitive part is where you have a knowing of God. You, that is the place where you receive the voice of God. That is a place where you hear God, God speaking to you through the word. That is the place where you have an understanding of who God is. And as your spirit gets trained and continues to hear the word of God, your intuitiveness towards the voice of God increases. That when you open your mouth, you begin to speak God's word. Even though you don't know it is God's word, you just open your mouth and you've just let God's word out of you by faith. And God's word comes out of you. How many of you have been there? Amen. That's your intuitiveness. Right? That's your spirit that is speaking. Amen? So God doesn't have to tell you, can I use your example? Yeah. Um, your name is? Yes, sir. Onikachi, yes. So God doesn't have to tell you, Onikachi, A, then you tell A. <laughs> now I say B, <laughs> C, D. He puts A to Z inside your spirit. So, so you don't have to say, God, God, what are you saying A? So can I say A? Are you getting it? A to Z is in your spirit. So now by faith, you open your mouth and you declare A to Z because you know God has put A to Z in your spirit. That's your intuitive nature of your spirit. So when you speak the word of God, God is speaking through you. Have you found yourself in a place where you've spoken something and you're so shocked? Like, oh, did I say that right now? Yeah. No, you didn't say it. It is the Spirit of God that lives in you. You've had a certain level of deposit in you. You see, people want to speak the Word of God, but they have not marinated themselves in the Word of God enough. Amen? How are you going to eat the kebab? if it is not marinated. Amen? When you make that kebab, you marinate it. Right? You put all the spices in it. You leave it to marinate. The more it marinates, oh man, that juicy empire kebab comes forth. <laughs> Some of you are fasting. I'm sorry, I didn't break your fast. <laughs> You're already thinking, oh man. This is the word of the Lord. Tonight, I'm marinating some kebab. <laughs> the more you marinate it, the more you marinate yourself in the word, the voice of God begins to emanate out of you. The voice of God begins to flow through you. You try that and go to work. Yeah, Instead of worrying about whether your manager will fire you, fire you, you marinate yourself. And when you go stand in your office, without your knowledge, without your knowledge, out of intuitiveness, you open your mouth and you speak certain words and your manager says, sorry, we can't fire you. 
Amen. We want you to be here. The wisdom of God comes forth out of you. The revelation of God comes forth out of you. And that's how God is going to stir a revival inside of you. Amen. You see, the voice of the Lord has frequencies. Say frequencies. Has certain levels of frequencies. Everybody can hear the voice of God. Everything that is created by God can hear the voice of God. Can I prove that to you? Jesus stood at the boat where Peter was. And he said, Peter, take your net and cast it to the right side of the sea. And Peter, we all know that Peter obeyed the words of Jesus. But what about the fish under the ocean? What about the fish under the ocean? They heard the same voice at a different frequency. The Lord said to Peter, take your net and cast it to the right side of the sea. But the fish that was under the ocean all over, they heard the same voice. Gather all of you next to the boat. So that... Uh, <laughs> So that Peter doesn't have to go all over the sea. All the fish under the sea, they aligned themselves to the voice of the Creator when the Creator spoke. So it was not just Peter who heard the voice of God and cast the net to the right side. All the fish under the ocean, they aligned themselves to the voice of the Creator. I come to declare to you tonight, there are things that need to align, they are aligning in this season. Everything that needs to align itself will align in Jesus' name. As you speak the word of God, your destiny is coming into alignment. Your finances are coming into alignment. Your marriage is coming into alignment. Your businesses are coming into alignment. Everything is hearing the voice of the Creator. Everything is hearing the voice of the Creator. Everything is hearing the voice of the Creator. Every part of you is hearing the voice of the Creator. Oh, Ramraka Sakatarabaha. You are here hearing the voice of God. But there are spirits that are also being tormented right now as you are in the presence of God <laughs> oh the voice of the Lord is cancelling some works of the enemy right now the voice of the Lord is cancelling lack over your life the voice of the Lord is cancelling things that needs to be cancelled tonight the fish under the ocean are coming in alignment with the voice of the Creator. Oh, with the voice of the Creator. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Amen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I believe something just took place right there, right now. So when the Lord speaks, when the Lord speaks, he didn't have to address the fish. 
He didn't have to address the fish. He had to only speak to Peter. Just because he did not address the fish doesn't mean the fish will not submit to the Creator. Because when the Lord speaks, there are different levels in which the voice travels. There are frequencies. Peter heard it in one way and the fish underneath the ocean heard it another way. Amen. So right now as you are hearing the word of God, there are some things that you think that needs to be addressed is already getting addressed. It's already getting addressed. Amen. Because the voice of the Lord is penetrating deeper and deeper into every area of your life. The Lord said to the prophet Elijah, when Jezebel falls and dies, dogs will lick up the blood of Jezebel. When that prophecy was released to Elijah, not only did Elijah hear, hear the prophecy, the dogs made note of it. Yeah. The dogs made note of it. They said, hey, there's a prophetic word here. Yeah, there's coming a time when Jezebel is going to fall and we need to hear the voice of the Lord. So don't think only human beings recognize the voice of the Lord. Animals recognize the voice of God better sometimes. The Lord commanded the ravens, go and feed Elijah every day. Morning, fresh dosa and kebab. I don't know why kebab is coming again and again. <laughs> what, what does the scripture say, man of God? Every morning the angel of the Lord, the, the ravens came and they supplied the meat and the bread, right? It was not stolen bread. Yeah? We think that ravens brought the leftovers. The prophet, as I said yesterday, he was not just a prophet. He was an atmosphere and an environment in the nation. His anointing impacted the entire atmosphere of Israel. He said, but only at my word shall rain and dew come. So he was an atmosphere changer. So you don't feed leftovers to a prophet of such seniority in the spirit. No. It was fresh bread. Turn to somebody and say it was fresh bread. Fresh bread. Because prophets are not controlled by famines. They override the famines. See, listen to me. If Elijah had no food, it meant that the famine had overpowered the prophet. Uh, 
But the prophet was the one who himself declared the famine. So, so if he declared the famine, he better have authority over the famine. No, 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 no. You're not getting it. You're not getting it. You're not getting it. No, 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 no. God is giving you a new authority this season. Amen. No famine in this world. No recession in this world. Nothing that is, that is, that is of this world shall touch you because you have overridden some things already. Your spirit has gathered information. Your spirit has gathered understanding. Your spirit has gathered the revelation so that you can override every famine. You can overcome every famine. Nothing by any means shall touch you. Because you have come under the voice of God. You've come under the voice of God. So the angels brought fresh manna every day. And Elijah was experiencing the time of his life. He was by the brook of the river. And the, and the most important thing is, the Bible says, the Lord commanded the ravens. Everybody say, commanded the ravens. So the ravens can hear the command of God. Yeah, The command of God was heard by the ravens. And after the brook dried up, Elijah was taken to the widow of Zarephath. And there the Bible says, the Lord had even commanded a widow to take care. The Lord had commanded the widow. But when Elijah stepped in there, it didn't look like this woman had received the command. Many times God is ministering to us. The voice of the Lord is coming to us. But our behavior is not in alignment with what we are hearing. Ideally, the widow of Zarephath should have been sitting there and saying, Oh, that's the man of God. God commanded me to feed. Please come. No, but what was she doing? She was getting ready to die. Because she had allowed the natural to affect her more than the command of God that came to her spirit. The command of God is coming to your spirit in this season. And the Lord is saying, align yourself, your behavior, your attitude, your heart, everything must be aligned to what you have been commanded and what you have been hearing. Because when everything comes together, that is when you'll begin to see the manifestation. Hallelujah. It is good to receive it in the spirit. But you need to take a step further this season and say, I'm going to let my behavior change. I'm going to let my attitude change. I'm going to let my heart change. I'm going to allow the voice of the Lord to affect every part of my life. So that I can walk in alignment with that command. But many a times we are like that widow, right? We hear the word, but we are getting ready to give up. We're getting ready to eat our last meal and say, this is it. But the good news is, the command has already come to your spirit. 
Amen. The good news is what? The command is already come to your spirit. So no matter how much you try to give up and throw in the towel, it's not going to happen. I'll tell you why. There was a lady who called me a few years back and she said, uh, Pastor, I'm ready to commit suicide. And she expected me to respond very emotionally and say, oh, no, please, you know, shouldn't do this. So I heard her, I, I mean, I like to hear people when I'm talking to them, you know, because I like to allow them to speak. And then after they finish speaking for one hour, then I speak. <laughs> so I allowed her to speak. And when she finished saying whatever she wanted to say, I said, don't worry, you're not going to commit suicide. Good night. Because the fact that she exposed that matter to me, I believe the Lord already dealt with it in the spirit. I said, by you telling me, by you telling me that you're going to commit suicide is a wrong thing. Because you've exposed the matter to me. And when you've exposed the matter to me, you know that I'm a man of God. And I won't let that affect you. So while she was speaking to me, I was declaring in the name of Jesus, no, 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 no. She came to church the next Sunday. I didn't ask her about the suicide. <laughs> Amen. So whatever you were planning, it's going to fail. Because there is a command from God. Say there is a command from God. There is a command from heaven. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. There is a command from heaven. There is a command from heaven. So Elijah, when he went and stood there at the door, he was not disappointed to see this woman, you know, preparing to die. It was like he he wasn't going to go and pacify with her. He said, Oh, okay, are you are you planning to die? Okay, just before you do that, why don't you just go in and cook a meal for me? Amen. Because the very entrance of the prophet into the atmosphere of the widow's home had shifted things already in the spiritual realm. So you don't realize when you receive a prophetic word what is happening to you and to the atmosphere over you. Amen. So the prophet Elijah stood there and said, Okay, fine. That's, that's amazing. But please go inside and cook a meal for me and bring it because you're about to see a breakthrough. And this woman says, I don't have anything. I have just one dosa. Right? We all are Indians here? You all understand dosa? Okay. Thank God. You understand dosa. I had an African friend who could eat three masala dosas at one time. And, and I would eat one and I'm like always wondering. And he was more leaner than me. <laughs> I said, how do you have this metabolism, man? How, do you, how can you eat three masala dosas? Please lay hands on me. <laughs> and he would finish eating and then his belly would still be flat. And I would eat one and I would feel like, oh, I'm already, you know. So, God bless you guys. I mean, 
amazing. So the Elijah said to the widow, go cook that meal. As you go in and cook, make sure you come and give it to me. And after she went in and cooked the last meal for the prophet, the last meal that she cooked for the prophet became the first meal of a breakthrough. The last meal now became the first meal of her abundance. Amen. Because after that, abundance hit the house. Not only was there food for the widow, but for her entire household. She called the cousins, she called the neighbors, she called everybody and said, Hey, you know what? There is famine, but there is something happening in my house. Food is overflowing, oil is overflowing. There is a prophet who has entered the house. So when the prophetic word enters your house, when it enters your situation, when it enters your spirit, when it enters your atmosphere, never despise it because abundance is about to hit. Amen. Amen. Because prophets are anointed to bring prosperity and abundance. Yeah, some of them have a problem with that. They think that prophets are supposed to just come with, you know, uh, tone shoes and uh, tone jackets and only bring God's word. You, three, you see through the scriptures believe in the prophets and you shall prosper hallelujah and thank God for our leaders thank God for yeah. recently tweeted one of my tweets I tweeted saying um, that my spiritual father prophet Shaiju is not just a prophet he's an atmosphere and an environment to the nations and some of us don't even understand the kind of grace we are under oh I'm telling you you don't understand it and Sometimes it is difficult for us to even understand that. But the real weight of that is seen every time we hear the word, every time we hear the voice of the Lord. I'm telling you, there are things happening in the spiritual realm. There are things manifesting for us. And we are all products of that. I'm sure you'll agree with me, all of you. Not, not one person in this house will not agree. <laughs> we all know 
they have paid a heavy price. Amen. They've paid a heavy price. And we can enjoy that grace. Amen. If I, if I am here today, and I'm here to minister to you in this capacity, it is because of the Lord and because of what the Lord has spoken through my spiritual father. Amen. It's because of that. Because the scripture says Samuel ministered to the Lord in the presence of Eli. So it's a spiritual principle. Amen. There are no vagabonds in the kingdom of God. Yeah. There are no fugitives. Amen. We are all rooted in Christ Jesus. Established and built in Him. And the word of the Lord comes through our leaders week after week to strengthen us, to deepen our roots. And some of you don't understand, you're rooted so deep that now the enemy has no plans to approach you. Because these roots have gone so deep now that you can now no longer say, oh, I was shaken by this. You've received enough understanding now to fight and war against every spirit and every demon. The only reason we are going to fail is not because of a demon, is because of ignorance. Yeah, I'm telling you, never blame the devil. Because the devil has given up on you. I told you that, I said. He's trying to make new strategies, but we are ahead of the game. We are ahead of the game. We are, we are going, we are marching forward as Elijah ran faster than the chariots of Ahab. We are ahead. Turn to somebody and see you're ahead. You're ahead. You're ahead. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Ramana Kabaseke Tarabaha. Roseleke Parukolo Boho. We give you glory, Lord. 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 We give you glory, Lord, forever. Sing that to the Lord. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord, forever. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord, forever.
give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord, forever. For day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Day and night, night and day, let Incense arise day and night, night and day. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord, forever. Give you glory, Lord Jesus. We give you glory, Lord. We give you glory, Lord, forever. Thank you, Jesus. Is there somebody here to love the Lord right now? Cry out to Him. Cry out to the Lord Jesus right now. Enter into His presence this evening. Enter into His presence this evening. Let the presence of God touch you. Wherever you are, begin to encounter the presence of God. Begin to encounter the presence of God. Begin to encounter the presence of God wherever you are. Oh, the Lord is causing you to come closer to Him. We are coming closer to His presence. We are coming closer to His presence. Oh, we worship You. worship you we worship you we worship you for then sings my soul my Savior God to thee your hands to the Lord and sing how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my Savior God to thee
Worship Him, worship Him, then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. Every voice raise, how great Thou art, how great Thou another level how great thou art sing of his greatness how great thou art how great thou art taking place over you right now the Lord is unlocking many destinies tonight the Lord is unlocking many destinies tonight things that have been dormant in you things that have been dormant things that have not moved for a long time the Lord declares to you tonight there is a move tonight there is a move tonight there is something that is moving within you I want every voice raised and I want you to begin to pray aloud in the Holy Ghost wherever you are. Begin to pray aloud in the Holy Ghost. Fire is coming upon you tonight. Fire is coming upon you tonight. From the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Fire is coming upon you. Those watching online. The fire of God is coming on you wherever you are, watching from. The place where you are, the fire of God is coming upon you. The fire of God is coming upon your life. Oh, Liberty, 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 liberty. Receive liberty. Receive healing in your bodies. Receive a deliverance. Somebody is being loosed into the power of God right now. Oh, 
fire. <laughs> oh, the fire, the fire, the fire of the Holy Ghost. Wherever you are, receive the fire. Receive the fire into your spirit, into your mind. Say, Lord, make me a burning ember for you. Make me a burning ember for you. Let the fire burn within me. Oh, you are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things and Jesus, you are worthy of it all. For from you are all things. You deserve the glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. my son I'm drawing you to a place of deeper encounters in the spirit I'm bringing you to a level in the word of God the Lord says I've anointed you to be like a warrior I've anointed you to be a worshiper a revivalist and there is a deep hunger that is about to visit your life in the season it's going to be like a hunger that will cause you to be locked in the presence of God. And even as God raised up David and established him, the Lord says, I'm sending my spirit into your life. I'm sending an anointing into your life that is going to cause you to spread forth your wings and fly this season. For your destiny is not ordinary, says the Lord. 
you are called and you are chosen for a time such as this I'm awakening you says the Spirit of the Lord you will be among those that the church will fear to tread in you will be in territories where no people of God will dare to even go but the Lord will put a unique anointing upon you and cause you to go into such places and minister to the lost and bring them to the house of God and the Lord says I'm causing you to go even as I sent Philip so I send you says the Lord man of God I believe that God declares to you this evening that your labor is not in vain there is a call of God upon your life to shake the very foundations of darkness there is the voice of the Lord on you as it begins to flow, flow through your personality there is going to come an uprooting of many works of darkness and you shall be a voice says the Lord you are like a Jacob and the Lord says that I have chosen you I have called you and I have not forgotten you says the Lord I will raise you up for a time in this season where I will pour my glory upon you and I will fashion you and it is me that will lift you up says the Lord my God the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob has his eyes on you his eyes is on you his eyes is on you church his eyes is on you tonight you know about prophecy I don't have to tell you even as the Lord is speaking to this dear brother this man of God I believe the Lord's eyes is coming on you the Lord's eyes is coming on some of you the Lord's eyes is coming on you Jesus that I fall from saying that I've been in the cave of anxiety and depression for a long time I have been battling at an emotional level beyond my ability and I'm unable to handle it the Lord's breaking that pattern over you now in Jesus name I don't know this section somewhere if you're here I want you to I want you to lift your hands and receive the deliverance because the Lord is causing 
a deliverance to come to you now now right now that yoke is being broken in the mighty name of Jesus even before you leave this place the Lord is setting you free in the name of Jesus the Lord is setting you free in the name of Jesus the Lord is setting you free in the name of Jesus Oh, we give you praise. 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 Menta lebra katula baha. Remanakaba sandala baha. I want you to lift your hands and say, God, send, send a prophetic anointing upon my life this evening. Send a prophetic. You, 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 you already have been under that grace and that umbrella. But I believe the Lord is releasing a greater measure of His grace in this season as you wait upon Him. The Lord is causing some of your spirits to be, to be so transformed that your language is about to change. That your speech is about to change. Your spiritual dictionary is about to change. The words that are going to come forth out of you from today is not going to be usual words, but it will be words that will have a weight in the spirit. It will be words that will cause a change in your environment. It will be words that will release the manifestations of God. Isaiah said as he saw the Lord seated on the throne, he said, for I am a man of unclean lips. And the angel of the Lord brought the coal of fire and touched the lips of Isaiah because it is when he saw the Lord seated on the throne that he saw his own uncleanness till then he prophesied for five chapters but in that encounter he realized he had to be delivered from unclean lips this evening the Lord is setting you free in your heart and in your mouth forever in Jesus name for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh he's bringing a cleansing in your heart and in your mouth as the Lord touched Isaiah the uncleanness left and then Isaiah was able to say to the Lord here I am send me I believe there is a sending forth that is going to happen in this season revivalists will rise and will be sent forth will be sent forth, will be sent forth, will be sent forth.
what if I told you that what you are experiencing this month of May is going to be the new norm of this church? Yeah. Better, better get used to setting time every day for the house of God because something is about to take place in this season. God is shifting the paradigms. And I, I want to submit this to the leaders of this house as I say this with all humility because I know how much it takes to organize a meeting every day. I believe the Lord is causing this church to have an impact over the city. And that is going to come with an unprecedented revival that is going to be birthed in this place and that will spread to the nook and corner of this land. It is going to birth communities of revival across the city. Revival communities are going to be birthed. That the day is coming when people in different parts of the city at the same time are before the coals of fire and they are warming themselves in the fire. And God is changing the paradigm. There is a shift in paradigm. Don't get used to just weekend services. Lord, the Lord is causing a wave of His glory to visit this house. A wave of His glory to visit this house. song says, I'm singing this in Tamil, it says your presence, Unga Prasanam is your presence your presence is my address are you ready to change your address Unga Prasanam da which means your presence is my worth. I have no other worth, Lord. Everything else is not a worth. But your presence is my only worth. Mm. 
without you saying without you saying there is no promotion Amen. G, G, G. If, if you can give me a G I didn't plan this but I just feel the Lord's ministering to us means I'm called I'm chosen I'm predestined say that to the Lord thank you for calling me thank you for choosing me Father you've established me which means the world did not like me I was not of any worth to the world nobody wanted to even come near me I'm giving you many meanings <laughs> but you made me stand on the mountain and you saw and beautified me Wow. Malay Mele Niruti, you made me stand on the mountain and you saw my beauty. You saw my worth. And that's what the Lord is doing for some people in this season. As you wait upon the Lord, He's elevating you up over the mountain. He's causing you to stand in places where you never thought you would stand. He's causing you to stand before authorities. He's causing you to stand before kings and queens this season where you thought that you would never go, where you thought that you would never even penetrate. But by the pure hand of the Lord upon you, because you decided to stay under the hand of God, God is elevating you to the mountaintop. And He's beautifying your life, child of God. He's beautifying every part of you. Oh, The parts of your life that the enemy had access to, he has no longer any more access because the Lord is taken over every part of you. He's beautifying the broken areas of your life. Maybe you're saying, I'm in the valley tonight. But even in the valley, the good shepherd 
is leading you. Even in the darkness, He is your light. And so the Spirit of God declares to you, I'm bringing you out this season. I'm bringing you out this season. I'm bringing you out to a better place. I'm causing you to see my face.